What's up and welcome back everybody. This is Oscar Barkas here with Sam, the man with the plan, McFadden. That's what they call me. And welcome into episode 11 of the SOS Fantasy Football Podcast. So we're glad to be back. Um, the theme song is still working, I'm hoping. We got a lot of great... Uh, raving reviews. Raving reviews about the theme song. Uh, people are telling us that we've hit the big times. Uh, this is the best thing to come to the world since sliced bread, is a quote from yep. someone. I believe uh, former President Barack Obama called us up and said that. I think that's where you're getting that from. That is. That's the source. I didn't want to name drop, but there we are. Um, but yeah, we're glad to be back. Uh, and today we've got some news for you. Uh, we've got some wrongs versus rights, which is things we've been most wrong and most right about. And then we've got our classic start sit, and we're going to go game by game this time like we did a few weeks ago, which I think is fun. Um, so to start off, um, I've got a question for you, Sam. Hit me. So Christian McCaffrey has been nothing but dominant this year. Um, he is currently, in my opinion, the fantasy football MVP. He's scoring seven points per game more in PPR than any other running back. Who's going to be the MVP at the end of the season, though? In the season? Good question. Um, oh, at the end of the season, it's hard to imagine Christian McCaffrey slowing down, but there's no way he can do this the entire season. Yeah, I agree. It's just and stay healthy like that's yep. just the human body can't do that. Um, man. I don't know. I, I at this point I have to say Christian McCaffrey though. Yeah. You can't. So yeah, you can't. I mean, you, you can't, can't convince me anyone else. Anyone else yeah. At this point. Um, people that I might, you know how the, at the end of the year they do like most rostered players right. on championship teams. I am thinking that there's going to be a lot of Tyreek Hill because you were able to get him late in drafts. Yep. Yeah, a lot of Tyreek Hill. Um, DJ Chark. DJ Chark, as long as he's Comes keeping this up. Yeah. Um, and some just way under the radar hits. Just anyone on the Arizona Cardinals offense, I think that you can now start uh, pretty confidently. As soon as uh, Kirk is back from injury, you're, you're going to be able to start Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, and Kyler Murray any week. Um, so those are names that I think that will be on a lot of championship teams. Right. You want to say anyone else? Oh, I was just looking at the list of uh, Terry McLaurin. Has Terry been McLaurin out. has been balling he's, out. He's he'll I'm definitely not, show up. I'm not as confident in him keeping it up as I am in DJ Chark. Neither am but, I. It um, just, you know, it just. I mean, we're week seven. Like you yeah. said, it's hard to take shots. But the only problem with DJ Chark is, you know, week eleven comes around. Nick Foles comes back. Yeah. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen with DJ Chark? Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's so talented. He looks so talented. I think he sticks around, but I can't say that for sure. Yeah, I, I think you're right, though. I, I mean, it's Christian McCaffrey, unless yeah. you know, God forbid, injury, right, right, or you know, Cam Newton comes back and the offense is completely different. But I don't think that either one of those is the case. No, I can't um, see it happening. So yeah, C Mac, it is. Um, so news, you added some breaking stuff. You want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, something just come up as we uh, as we were starting. Mason Rudolph has cleared concussion protocol. He's going to be playing. Or he's back at practice, and I assume he'll be he's playing. Gonna play. Yeah, if he's cleared, um, he's going to play. He's a step up from their third string for sure. 
<laughs> Devlin Hodges was they not good uh, last week. And I they mean, beat Devlin, the Chargers. Yeah, Devlin Hodges must not be able to throw the ball. Yeah, they were not willing to no, let him try and throw at the all. Ball. Nothing so, uh, more than five to seven yards down the field. This is good news for Juju owners. I mean, yeah, his, yeah, he at least gives him a chance at a touchdown yeah. or something. They're on by the they're on by this week, so he'll definitely play. Uh, uh, the week after this one, and they do have the Dolphins uh, coming off the bye, so uh, you know Juju owners. After that game, you might you, that might be the point to, uh, might be cut, the point ties. to cut ties. I agree, um, but let's run through the rest of our news. So this first one's a pretty big one. The Rams made a lot of moves at corner yesterday. They were busy, very busy. busy. And we'll talk about reactions after I run through. So the first is Akib Talib was placed on IR. Mm-hmm. Then they traded Marcus Peters to Baltimore for like a, a linebacker and a fifth round pick. Right. And everyone was like, what are you doing? It was obvious that there was another move that was going to be made. And the big the big move happened. They traded Jacksonville two firsts, 2020 and 2021, and a 2024th rounder for Jalen Ramsey. Right. Uh, crazy stuff. I, I mean, Jalen Ramsey. I still believe that he is a top three cornerback in this easily, league, easily. And he's the youngest one on that list for sure of yeah. those top three to five guys. Yeah. Um. So he's they pretty, got good value. He's pretty I mean, invaluable. Um. I still think Jacksonville is just dumb for not paying the guy in the first place but they've shown that they this they've just that's what that's their you know motto nowadays they don't pay their talented players at the draft unfortunately um this helps out i mean this is this makes the rams better the keep to leap thing um marcus peters hasn't you know been what they been what he was in for the chiefs a couple years back since they signed him he's been good but he hasn't been you know that all pro uh, yeah. Pro Bowl cornerback, so and the Rams are kind of reeling right now. They're yeah, and that's what. So losing Akib Talib honestly hurts more than losing Marcus Peters did because Akib Talib is a great corner, and even at his age, he was balling out. Yeah. Um, but the Marcus Peters move was just to make some cap space to be able to incorporate Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. The other move that they made was they traded for the. The Browns center uh, Austin Corbett, yeah, um, which should help. The Rams' offensive line has been is atrocious this year. Yeah, uh, they've and rated that's... so bad. Uh, it's part of the reason. It's a big part of the reason why Jared Goff's being looking as bad as he is. Um, so hopefully he can shore up some of that. At least help the run game. The center is so important to the run game. Uh, so hopefully you see some improvement there. But I think the biggest impact to me from this Austin Corbett trade is it kind of feels like the Browns are like giving up giving up kind oh of. yeah like I mean he was drafted in the second round in 2018 yeah was, and he's been good he's he, he's been pretty good he hasn't he, yeah he's, he's been okay. he's been good enough to, to not, not trade. trade away for like a sixth round pick yeah, yeah they just cut ties with them for what they could get for him um so I'm weird you know so I want to go back to the Rams for a second weird. We talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. The move, I mean, get Jalen Ramsey, great, but 
there are more pressing matters on that team. Yeah, there's more pressing matters. The first one comes up is the offensive line. I looked into it a little bit, and efficiency-wise on their defense, their run defense has been the seventh most efficient, and their pass defense has been the 20th. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see why they did the move. Plus, he's a diff- young defensive cornerstone. Him and Aaron Donald, pro- yeah, maybe the young, best youngest best young defensive tandem. corner Absolutely. tandem in the league. Um, Absolutely. Both of them are, what, like 23 or 24? Yeah. So. I think uh, Ramsey's 24, Donald maybe 24 or 25. I just, for the NFL and, you know, Rams, listen up, pay the guy, pay your guys. If you have these defensive cornerstones, pay Absolutely. them. Absolutely. They're yeah. only defensive cornerstones if you keep them. Yep. Jacksonville. Houston. Houston. Yeah. You can go through a long list of teams that just don't understand that. Um, so Sam and I both own uh, one jersey, one NFL jersey each, and Sam's is the Jags Jalen Ramsey jersey. Yeah. And mine is the Houston uh, Jadavion Clowney jersey. <laughs> what so, a pair we are. Pretty I feel sad. Like a, I feel like a moron yeah. wearing that jersey now. I just feel bad about my team. Well, the Texans have looked alright. They've looked fine. Yeah. So I you know, the Rams are obviously better. The Browns are worse for sure. The Jags are worse, but they I think they felt like they were had to do something. Yeah, plus Jalen Ramsey was already sitting out the last yeah. couple games. I mean it's it's not gonna change from that. Yeah. <clears throat> um but that's a wrap on the trades. Well Probably see a few more um, coming into the trade deadline. Yeah, trade deadline. We'll definitely see after week eight a couple, I believe, and I think we'll see a few more. Um, but that's it for now. As far as NFL news that doesn't have to do with trades, as well as injuries goes, we got a pair of Ryan's that play quarterback that are both new starters. It's a good week so to be Ryan. Ryan Tannehill is the new starter in Tennessee. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is the new starter in Miami. That was a quick, uh, quick experiment with Josh Rosen as the starter. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? Didn't Brian Flores come out like a week ago and say, "Hey, after the bad game, he, he said, was like, 'Hey, yeah, we're uh, fine. He's he's our starter the rest of the way.' Yeah, yeah. And then one week later, here we are. <laughs> not even a week later, like a half a game later. Yeah. Hey, I mean Ryan Tannehill almost, or not Tannehill. Ryan Fitzpatrick almost won that game. It was against and, the Redskins, but and I, that's why I'm even more surprised that they are starting him. Yeah, they, wants, I, they want to lose. Yeah, I don't know what's up with them. Um, yeah, I <laughs> as far as the other Ryan goes, uh, I think that this is better for the Tennessee offense. If you watched them with him versus without him, it was sad. Marcus Mariota is oof, rough looking. Yeah, he just got so beat up for a long time, and I think that he's been... I mean, he's had so many offensive coordinator changes telling him that he shouldn't use his mobility, which is the reason he was drafted so high. Um, I feel bad for the guy, and, you know, never know. Some team may take the shot on on him this offseason because... Tennessee's for sure letting go. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he'll he'll have no problem signing as a backup somewhere. Because, like, why not? Yeah. it's. It, I feel bad for him too because if he had just been drafted by the Bucks, they would have just kept. Oh him my god! Him. Yeah, they and I think him. the Bucks would have been a lot better. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Who I, knows? 
All I know is Jameis Winston isn't losing his job this year. Even somehow. after throwing five interceptions. Yeah, this they're week. still going to start. I mean, the, yep. the Bucks will never cut ties. Yep. So. Um, to run through some more stuff, the Saints signed Zach Zenner, uh, former Detroit running back. I think that this could mean that Alvin Kamara is probably not playing this I'll week. tell you what, Kamara and Latavius Murray, Murray better watch out. Yeah. Because Zach Zenner's in town. So good. Oof. Goal line back? Did I hear yeah. someone say goal line back? Yeah. They're going to take out, what, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, Latavius Murray to put in uh, the the white guy? Yeah. I like it. Hey, they're seeing what Chris McCaffrey's doing up in Carolina. You know what? That's a good point. Uh, Zach Zinner is Christian McCaffrey light. He's basically, he's like the he's like the knockoff version. But he was around first, <laughs> and he's like way heavier, and like, yeah, I, I don't know. All, Same guy. All this like means, looking in a I mean, mirror. In, in one week, it won't matter because Alvin Kamara will be back, but this could mean that Kamara sits out another game. Um, will Disley is out for the season. So this, this is pretty devastating news. He has been balling out at a position that fantasy people need badly. He's tight end for the Seahawks. Um, no one expected him to break out this year because he came off the broken fibula. I believe, I believe it was plantar fasciitis. Oh, was it? Yeah. So he, yeah. which I don't know what that is, but it's yeah, bad. it's a bad injury. It's a bad injury. Um, so he. Had that all of last year. It was a knee injury, and then he's been balling out, and another knee injury comes his way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you watched the, that fall. It was bad. It was really bad. The only bright side in all of this is you can, if you have Will Disley in a dynasty league, keep him because he'll be because he'll he's be back. back, and they he like came him back from another knee injury. Yeah, might as well. So you know, keep him. It, I mean, especially in those deep, deep dynasty yeah. leagues. Do not cut ties. There's no reason not to. Yeah. Um, I'm checking his other injury. Oh, no. I can't find it. So, yeah, it was... It That's was, all right. It was a devastating... Devastating I mean, last year, devastating yeah. this year. But he's shown he can come back, so hopefully um, we see more of Will Disley next year. Yep. Uh, as far as the Thursday night game, Chiefs versus uh, Broncos, Sammy Watkins is out. He's been listed as out. Um, more impactful, in my opinion, for the Chiefs are Eric Fisher, their left tackle, and Chris Jones, their D lineman, are both also out. And we've seen what that team has been like without the two of them the past two weeks at uh, Indianapolis and versus the Texans. And it's not been good. Yeah, it's... I mean, good for Kansas City. They're playing Denver this week. I So, I've heard this from a lot of NFL sources. Bill Barnwell, Mina Kimes. A lot of people have been asking this question. Would you sit Patrick Mahomes this week? Um, if, he's, if he's hurt, uh, yeah. So, the injury splits are pretty significant. Before he gets hit on his... He's had this bad ankle for a little while. Right. He injured it in Jacksonville versus the Colts and versus the Texans, mm-hmm. all the AFC South teams. Um, and before and after the injury, it's been crazy um, every time. This is their only kind of... I mean, it's a division rivalry in Denver, um, which are tough. Yeah, I... You know, I... They, I mean, just... If they, I I feel like they're pretty much locked in for a playoff spot. 
Yeah, so I this is their last kind of easy matchup for a little while. I don't yeah. remember their schedule for the next few games. I think I'd do it. And their bye is until week 10, I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, if they, I mean, so watch out if he is out, you know. Yeah. Keep an I, eye on your I don't on think your he cheese. will be, but. Um, I have a question before we move on, though. Uh, what do you think Sammy Watkins is rest of season? Mm, not good. Like, is he wide receiver three range? Maybe. Like, yeah, because I'm not even, like, he's not a weekly start. No, no. And and I think it's Tyreek Hill is now a wide receiver one on that offense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in, I mean, fantasy, he's a wide receiver one back to that status. Mm-hmm. They're going to rotate all these other guys, Byron Pringle, Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, they're going to rotate. They're yeah, I a, don't. They're a burner offense. I don't think Sammy Watkins has that much priority over those other no, guys in this no. rotation. And um, I think they're going to be looking to cut him next year because his uh, cap hit is going to be like twenty four million dollars. Yep. Um, yep. So I think they might just try and start edging him out of the offense. Uh, I think we've got to keep moving forward here, though. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders has been kind of banged up. He's listed as good to go for that same game. Um, as far as the rest of the NFL, Saquon and Evan Ingram are both full participants. Probably going to play this Sunday. Yep, yep, good for good, the Giants. Good news, good news for fantasy, good news for the Giants. Saquon shattered that comeback timeline on that high ankle sprain. Oh, yeah. Um, Cliff Kingsbury says that Christian Kirk has to be 100% to play. So I talked about him earlier a little bit. I think he's going to be a good second-half play. I mean, I'm thinking wide receiver two range. Um, yeah, yeah. I think um, that's that's about his ceiling, but I think that that's where he's... I Personally, I believe strongly in Christian Kirk. Um, oh, I, I think he's going to be really good. I mean, he's I he's a weekly start once he yeah. comes back healthy. He just, I'll say he's that. He's just got to be healthy. Um, yeah. Once he comes back healthy, he's a weekly start for me. Um, Zach Taylor, another wide receiver, says that we will see when asked about A.J. Green if he's going to come back as a full go in practice. I I don't see it. I don't. Not this week. I don't think he's going to play this week. Yeah, I don't. Man, if you're an A.J. Green, Green owner, which I am in a few leagues, I feel for you. It's, it's tough. I mean, you've got him in a... IR spot hopefully which helps but who knows just hold out for a little while longer because I think he will be very good when he comes back yeah he should be I mean that passing attack does look good people who have been healthy in there have been looking I mean Auden Tate has been balling out the last couple weeks yep you have to wonder though I mean Auden Tate John Ross uh, what's his name Tyler Tyler Boyd Boyd. I don't think AJ Green is going to have a problem. No, no, no. Targets but in this as offense. far as next year goes, oh, I think he'll be on a different team next year. Yeah, yeah. But you know, for this year, for this yeah. year, I don't think he's going to have any problem commanding targets, especially in the red zone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on Tate is six five and built like a tight end, and they have been forcing, trying to force him the ball in the red zone, and he I, hasn't been catching those balls. So if he can start catching those balls, he might keep getting a couple red zone targets i don't think that but aj, AJ green's, green's still gonna have, yeah yeah uh shifting to running backs darius geis is looking to be back at practice soon this is from new redskins head coach bill callahan um 
I mean, Adrian Peterson had himself a week last week. I don't think that that's ever going to happen again. If you have Adrian Peterson, please trade him for anything. Literally anything anything that you can do. Trade him away. But Darius Geis coming back is good news for Darius Geis. Um, I I mean, he's got so much potential. He is so good. Sure. Um, We'll just see how that goes. Devin Singletary is now practicing in full. We've talked about Ooh. we're big on him. Big, um, I big. think that he's going to have a huge second half of the year. Um, and yep. So this I is good. Traded I, for him in a couple leagues. Um, I yeah. I for, I think he'll start to pull away from Frank Gore for sure. Yeah. I mean, coming off the bot this week they have Miami. Great first matchup oh, coming yeah. back. Easy easy uh, transition. Easy transition. He should have a good. He should have a pretty dang good game. Yeah. Um. So I mean, still, if you can trade for him right now, I trade for absolutely. him. Absolutely. Take. Yeah. He's one of those lottery tickets that you know. I feel. Those I feel hit. good about. Yeah. Um. Tyrell Williams has plantar fasciitis, so that, like Sam said earlier, I don't really know exactly the extent <laughs> of that, but um, John Gruden said that it is not getting better. Yeah. Direct quote. Uh. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. look for him anytime super soon. No, you know, he's probably out for at least two weeks more. Um, and in that, that offense, yeah. Oh, I would. I mean, Terrell Williams has been balling out this season. It, touchdowns is the only reason um, why, but. Yeah, cool. that offense is Darren Waller, and hopefully they start getting Josh Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm Wolf. pretty sure Darren Waller is going to get a couple more targets now, <laughs> which, which is you know, crazy. Nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, sucks for Tyrell. I mean, he's been yeah, like you said, he's been pretty usable in fantasy so far. So just make sure that he's out of your lineups. Nikhil Harry, the Patriots' first round wide receiver, uh, was on IR to start the year, and he still is through week eight. But he's back in practice, which means that week eight deadline. I mean, he should start playing week nine. Yep, should start playing week nine. And who knows? Um, I mean, he could come in and slot in, slot into a big role in that offense. We'll see. Yeah, I. He's I, I, one of those. I don't think he'll slide into a big role only because they have Julian Edelman and they have Josh Gordon and they have Philip Dorsett. James White. They have but, all sorts of pass But players. you never know what the Patriots, and they spent a first-round pick on him. So They you, did. So who was the last wide receiver who really walked away with with the – he is absolutely the number one receiver on that team. He commands everything. N- yeah. I'm thinking of Randy, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Yeah. So, no. I mean, he could – we'll see. I, I would pick I, him up. I don't think he'll be. I don't I, listen. I think he'll be usable for sure, yeah. and he should be rostered. I don't think he's going to walk into a huge role because they don't. Bill Belichick to. is smart. Yeah. Spread the ball out. Yeah, that's what they've been doing. Yeah. I think that's what they keep doing. Yeah, um, definitely keep your eye out there for him, though. And then uh, last bit of news: Devonte Adams and Geronimo Allison are both most likely out this week. Both dealing with nagging injuries, and they are going to keep them out. I mean, they're playing the Raiders. Yep. Um, and there's a chance that Marquez Valdez Scantling is also out. So that's Aaron Rodgers' top three wide receivers. And I don't know if this is still true, but last week when all three of those guys were out, there was not a single drafted wide receiver on that team. Everyone was an undrafted free agent. Um, I don't know if they're going to try and address that. I mean, they played 
well. They played fine. I mean, they yeah. won that game. Uh, I don't know if that was their doing or the yeah, refs. We have to talk but, about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard to play a lot of people in that Green Bay offense. If you have Aaron Rodgers, I might you know try and pick another look another way. Yep. All right, well, that's our news. Our first segment is going to be our wrongs and rights. Um, like I said, that's who we've been most right and most wrong about so far. Sam, you want to get us started? You yeah. Wanna go, let's go wrongs first. Yeah, let's, let's get, get the bads out of the way. Uh, so I was wrong about someone. Um, pretty wrong. You read out the full name that I wrote in. Um, there. The the name that Oscar wrote down in our document here is Russell freaking Wilson, baby. And I can understand why he would write it out like that. Um, Russell Wilson has been on, a, on an absolute tear. He's probably the MVP right now in, of of the NFL. He's been you know wheeling and dealing. He's I think the second QB. I think he's QB two. Um, yeah, and he is the league MVP in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's just playing so well. And it's listen, I. <laughs> I was I am wrong for sure, but if you look at the situations that he's being put in and his numbers, he should be where I put it. He should be back there. Oh, a hundred percent. And he's just he's just smashing. a god. He's 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 they're making the best throwing, player in the NFL right now. He's making every possible throw on third down on second, every possible throw, all the touched. I mean, it's crazy. His numbers they the, shouldn't exist. He is the only quarterback in the NFL to not throw an interception. Yep. This far. Yep. Um, he is just so good. I I agree. It's so it's, it's breaking you know, I, the trend. It's breaking I mean, <laughs> every person, every nerd that was saying there's no way that this continues, there's gonna be regression for Russell Wilson this year has been went the it, other way. You know, it's, it's crazy. Um I'm just happy. I love the guy. Oh, I love the guy. Happy to see it. Yeah. But and I would nice. just like to say in our last release of rankings, I had him at QB6, you which did. is still wrong. Sam had him at QB14. I did. Boom, outside baby. Of the, outside of the top 12. Um, yeah, that's tough. But you were right about your other quarterback, um, so you'll get to that in a second. Yeah. My wrong is also pretty embarrassing just because I made this one of my bold predictions. So if you remember back the beginning of the season, preseason, honestly, I had said after the Texans traded for Duke Johnson, I believed that he would steal Lamar Miller's job by the end of the year. As the starting running back. As the starting running back for What's the What's happened Texans. since then? So we traded for Carlos Hyde. Well, first of all, Lamar Miller gets hurt. So Lamar Miller tears his ACL. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a free win right there. <laughs> then we trade for carlos hyde who's super good at football who's not that he's just not but he is for the texans and he's taking all the work and if you watch the texans duke johnson's playing well i mean he's catching everything thrown his way most carries, I mean, I think he's up at like five or six yards per carry. Sure. He's just not being used. Yeah, he's not being used. And I don't know why they traded for him because he's like a great pass catcher and Deshaun Watson just doesn't throw the ball to the running, running back, back very much. Yeah. That's that's not the offense. No. So I don't know why they traded for him in the first place. 
Nope. But all I can say is a super poopy move from you. All I've got to say is that's a third round pick the Texans just threw out the door. Yep. And made me wrong about a prediction. As so. per the use. Yep. All right, uh, my my probably the thing I've been most right on, and I'll admit there's not a lot that I've been super right on coming out of the preseason. <laughs> Me neither, man. It's okay. Um, is Lamar Jackson? Um, I was on the Lamar Jackson hype train coming into the season. I talked about him quite a bit before it started during draft season. I drafted him on a couple teams, and he's been great. The yeah. running QB two or three, QB one or two, depending on the scoring. Yeah, it's either him or Russell Wilson. And he's he's just been balling out. I mean, either he's had games straight through the air. He's had games where he's broken records on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's he, a cheat code. I mean, besides one or two games, uh, I think there's one game where he had like 15 points and one where he had like 22. But besides that, he's been like 28 and above. Yes. Um, I'm so. looking at the stats, and that's exactly correct. He's had one bad week, and that was uh, week five against Pittsburgh. Everyone was like, oh, my God, he's slowing down. And then he carried the ball for 152 yards last yeah, week. Yeah, and, I mean, that's what you get with Lamar Jackson. He's the only person in the league right now that's going to be able to carry the ball for that many yeah, yards. Yeah, No question. No question. And we talk about, we talk about uh, coming into it, looking at quarterbacks and liking that rushing floor. We talk about with Kyler Murray. Uh, we talk about Josh Allen. Russell you Wilson. Like, you know, Deshaun Russell Wilson. Watson. And we talk about a base rushing. We're talking about, like, 30 yards a game. Oh, max, Like, max. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson is, like, 50 or 60 yeah, yards a game. here's 70 yards yeah. just to throw on top of yeah. my 200 passing yards and three touchdowns. Right, yeah, so... And quarterback rushing is so broken because it is one yard per care, per rush, or mm-hmm. per yard, or one point per yard. That's still That's not correct. That's not true. One it's... point per 10 yards. Yes. There it is. Yeah. It took me a second. Um... Compared to the one point per 25 yards passing. Mm-hmm. And so since Lamar Jackson is just so good of a runner, it's crazy. It makes... Listen, I, I liked him. I didn't even dream that he'd be this good. So I can't take full credit. But it makes a lot of people... It makes all of us look really dumb. Because almost no one was talking about Lamar Jackson as a top five guy. I think I read one thing before the season that was like, yep. why are we not looking at him like this? Yep. And we should have been. We, I mean, the signs were there. Yeah, yeah, we both had him in the top twelve, but yeah, that's not even close to what he's been. Right. Um, my right so far has been Nick Chubb, and so I don't know if you guys remember this, but on our last update for rankings, I moved him up into my top five, and that was a tough. I mean, it, it was I sweated that move out, but I was. I was pretty confident, and thus far, even though the Browns' offense has been horrid, yeah, Nick Chubb is the running back three. Mm-hmm. He's been balling out. He is so good. I mean, he's one of those guys. It's it's. There's not a whole lot like him. I mean, you think of Saquon, Christian McCaffrey, maybe where on at any given moment he could run the ball to the end zone. I mean, seventy yards, just bam, there it is. Right, right, yeah. Um, and that's what. I mean, you can't depend on that, but anytime he has one of those breakaway plays, it's, it's just that much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, Nick Chubb has been so great, good. so good. Um, I'm so happy that I was right on that. Because it's been a little baffling, honestly, with what the Browns have looked like that he's been this good. But 
He's just such a natural talent. I mean, we talked about this going into that draft. I had him as my best running back over Saquon, which was an overstep. But he's so good. Um, so I'm glad to be right on that, at least, because, like Sam said, we were not right on a whole lot not of things. Not a whole lot. Um, let's get into our segment two, though, now that we've embarrassed ourselves a little bit. Um, and let's do some start sits. So before we get into that, I'd like to remind everyone, the Browns, the Steelers, the Buccaneers, and the Panthers are all on by this week. Get those guys out of your lineups. Um, and there's a lot of very fantasy-relevant names on that list. Nick Chubb for Cleveland, even Odell Beckham Jarvis, Juju, James Conner, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, all these people, you got to look. Make sure they're out of your lineups. And hopefully, this start set list can give you at least a little bit of a picture into something, people you can play instead of them. Right. Um, So I'm going to get us started because my game is the first game of the week. And it is the Denver versus Kansas City game. Um, So it is in Kansas City. No. It is in Denver. Um, And Mile High is such a powerful stadium, such powerful fans. The Chiefs defense has already been so bad, and they don't have Chris Jones. I think that this is a big uh, running back week for the Broncos. I think if you've got Philip Lindsay, if you've got Royce Freeman... This is the week that you should play either one of them. I mean, it's kind of starting to sound like you're thinking Denver's going to upset Kansas City here. I think that there's a that's in the realm of possibilities. All right, okay. Which is um, which is wild to say, um, but Patrick Mahomes is injured. They're missing some players. I mean, it's not going to happen. Kansas City's going to win, but. I think it should be a lot closer than people realize. Uh, I agree with you on the running game. Chris Jones is a huge loss to that uh, defensive line. Um, they should be really good. Uh, I am afraid that maybe it's one or the other, so one yeah, might be disappointing. Yeah. Absolutely. But one of them's going to hit, probably. Yeah. Uh, my first start of the week uh, is T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Um, T.Y. Hilton... He's playing the uh, Houston Texans. In Indianapolis. Indian, in Indianapolis. It's not a scary secondary. Um, At all. T.Y. Hilton's coming back. He's I mean, he's been balling out pretty well this season. Yeah. He still looked great. Jacoby Brissett has looked really good this season. Um, I think this will be a close game. I think it will be a pretty high-scoring game. And uh, I think they'll be looking to T.Y. Hilton for a lot of the for a lot of it. I agree. I agree because Texan secondary isn't super good, but there aren't a whole lot of other weapons on that team for Jacoby to look to. Right. Um, my second game is the Cowboys versus the Eagles in Dallas. And this is just another wide receiver that's going to just destroy the Eagles secondary. And it, my start is Amari Cooper. And with that, Michael Gallup... I don't want to say that. This is if Amari Cooper's playing, because there's a chance that he's not. Right. But Michael Gallup, it's any pass catcher that has a little bit of value for the Cowboys. And for this week, if Amari Cooper's out, I'm going to throw Jason Witten onto that list. Yeah, I could see him catching a touchdown here. Um, 
I personally don't think he plays just because the Cowboys bias next week. I think they, I think they might. We're just to me, in. that is more incentive for him to play because they are coming off three consecutive losses. Yeah, they're coming off, and he actually it's he probably will play. Rivalry. It's just to see how because much he plays. The, it's the yeah. Eagles. I bet he does play. Yeah. Um, if he's healthy, he should have a good game. Yeah. Uh, my second game is uh, Atlanta versus the Rams. And I wrote down, uh, play your ramps if you have them. Uh, and uh, it's because the Falcons can't stop anything. At um, all. Their defense it all. looks terrible. Uh, I mean, so they look bad. bad. They look pretty bad as a team. No, their offense has been great. It's been, it's been fine. Their offense has been great. The team as a whole has looked yeah. bad. They're because one their five. defense, because of their defense, and it's Dan Quinn. They, I see the Falcons firing their head coach here in the next few weeks. You say their offense has been great, but it, it took multiple weeks to get Devontae Freeman and Devonta Freeman. They've been running Edo Smith for some reason. And, you know, and that's that's play calling. All I'm saying is that offense in itself should be fine. Matt Ryan has sure. been rolling out. Julio Jones looks good. Mohamed Sanu. Mohamed Sanu is the leading receiver on that team. Yeah. Julio Jones has looked all right. And yeah. it's because of targets, but that goes yeah. back to the offense. Um, but going back to the defense. Yeah, their defense is bad. Rams. Start your Rams. Um, if, they can, if Jared Goff can look good against a team, it's probably Atlanta. Yeah. Um, yeah, start up your Rams. My game next is the Dolphins at the Bills. Um, and I don't know why I said the Dolphins first because do not play a single Dolphin in this game. The Bills are team like team roster makeup wise the best defense in the NFL. It's the Patriots at the moment, but the Bills secondary is so good. Their defensive line is very good, um, and so don't play any sing- any Dolphin this week. But sit. Or start Devin Singletary. Yep, I agree. We talked about him earlier. He's going to just destroy it this week, coming off the bye. Play Devin Singletary. Yeah, I love the guy. Uh, All right, moving on. Cincinnati versus Jacksonville. Uh, Start DJ Chark. He's been balling out. There's no reason to believe that he's not going to continue that trend against a just a dilapidated team. They... Have looked so really bad. bad. Their defense can't stop Speaking people. Speaking of 16 but they have been able to score points and keep games close. Yeah. So Jacksonville will keep on throwing the ball. Yep. Uh, and DJ Chark is the guy who catches those balls. Oh yeah. So fire him up. Yeah, I could see him going for like eighty and two touchdowns this week. I could too. Um, Detroit versus Minnesota. So all of the great fantasy assets in this game i had such a tough time thinking of one it's a division matchup it's in detroit both teams have decent defenses i think this is going to be a pretty low scoring game and so this is why i put running backs question mark um even though he had a good last two weeks uh i'm not starting uh kirk cousins nope Matt Stafford is not going to be a start this week. The Lions' defense the is Vikings better. Than, defense. People still aren't giving the Lions' defense the credit yeah. they, they deserve. They're good. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't start either of the quarterbacks. 
quarterbacks. Which means the wide receivers are going to have a pretty tough go at it this week. Yeah. Um, both teams have good defensive lines, too, but I think that the running backs are just going to have to get enough work. I think I the Vikings are going to go back to their... I mean, Davin, Dal- start Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Carry on, I'm not so sure about. The Minnesota defense is really good. I mean, so is Detroit. And he I- really hasn't been getting the work that much. Yeah. He, he had 13 carries last week. For almost no yards. Yeah. He, the only reason he had an okay game was a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I put running backs question mark. It's it's a tough game to start anyone from, but that's the only thing that I could think of. Uh, all right, next game, Green Bay versus Oakland. And I got Darren Waller as my start in this one. Um, Terrell Williams is out. Uh, this should be... Honestly, this might be a little bit of a slugfest with all the injuries to the uh, offense over on the other side of the ball as well. Uh, I'm... Pr- I don't think that they can totally trust uh, Hunter Renfro or Zay Jones. No, they traded Terrell for Zay Jones last week. Uh, so I think I think I think a couple of those targets go over Darren Waller's way. A give couple. give him uh, give him even more work than he's been getting. Yeah, um, and he he should be a solid play based on volume alone. This is a huge Waller week. Not a great matchup against Green Bay, but. The volume will be there. Absolutely. I trust him to catch a couple of and those balls. And the way teams have been beating Green Bay is the tight end so far. Um, they haven't played a whole lot of great tight ends, but in the I few believe games they're, they have. I believe they're the, yes. the sixth best team against tight ends. Really? I think. Well, I may have missed Fifth, best. Fifth, Fifth best. best. Okay, but regardless, opportunity is there. Um, huge Waller week. My next game is the Giants versus the Cardinals. This is going to be a shootout this week. I think that this game could go. I mean, they could. They're. I'm taking the over in this game. I don't know what the the line is right now, but I could see both teams scoring 30 points. Um, both offenses are revving it up so far. Uh, Daniel Jones gets Saquon and Evan Ingram back. Uh, Kyler Murray is looking so good, and both defenses are horrid. The Cardinals get Patrick Peterson back this week, and I don't know that that makes that much of a difference. I mean, he's so good, but there's just so many ways. I don't think it makes that big a difference. Yeah, there's so many ways to beat that team. Um, So really anyone. Start any viable fantasy asset that you have that's playing in this game. Um, but I wrote down Kyler Murray because I think he is just going to freaking di- dissect this Giants team. Oh, absolutely. I uh, The over-under is 51 points. And I'm taking the over. I might take the over. That's tough. Um, I, I think there will be some good offensive plays here. I, I, uh, You never know. But um, Kyler Murray should... I mean, there's no one that's going to stop him on the Giants team. No, uh, no. And he should, and Saquon and them should put up points. So it should, you know, they should, should keep throwing the ball. Yep. Um, watching this game just to see if David Johnson plays. Yes. That could affect some stuff, but Kyler Murray should just be fine. Yep. Should be just fine with the receiving core that they have there. Uh, my next game is Washington versus San Francisco. Uh, start up Tevin Coleman in this one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Tevin Coleman had an okay week last week. He had a touchdown. I think he had like 12 or 13 points. Uh, kind of like an okay. Like, you, you were like, all right, sweet. Um, but 
Um, it was against the Rams. So they ESPN puts out um, OFP after every week, and OFP is basically uh, given your opportunity. How what, many fantasy what points, fantasy points should you have gotten? And the uh, number one person on that list who had the biggest negative OFP, which means they should have scored a lot more, is Tevin Coleman. Yeah, he scored he 12. He was supposed to score like 31, yeah, I believe. He, he did not uh, run very efficiently, but he got the work, and I think that continues this week against a horrible defense. Yeah, he got the work in on the 49ers. And if you have been living under a rock the last couple weeks... Kyle Shanahan is absolutely incredible at getting the ball and getting a running back open and in space running the ball. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was, what, two or three weeks ago they had 300 yards on the oh, ground yeah. from running backs? and it's So, I mean, Matt Brady's still going to get work, but Tevin Coleman I looks like he's the 1A in that offense. Yeah. Hit, still, start both of them. And it's against Washington. Yeah. So. Uh, the next game I'm going to talk about is the Titans versus the Chargers. And realistically, I'm sitting everyone. I mean, you've got to play people. You've got to play your Melvin Gordon or your Keenan Allen. Both defenses are pretty good. Um, I think that this is just a really bad game. And I think Derrick Henry excels in bad games. Yeah, he's that's gonna, true. He's going to get 15 is this to the 20 game, carries. Is this the game we'll see in, in the 90-yard Derrick Henry run? Where he just that happens o- like every over everyone? Yeah. yeah. It could be. I'm not excited about this game, but I mean, you're starting the people that you have to start because they're your high, highly drafted people. Yeah. Dan, the Chargers haven't been good against the run this year. Uh, yeah. So. At all. Um, next game is Chicago versus New Orleans. Um, I don't like this matchup that much oh. either. Um, I think that New it's Orleans be a really good defensive matchup. I think New Orleans should win this game for sure. I. The problem is with on the Chicago side. First of all, if even if Trubisky plays, uh, you know I hate the guy. I you know don't start him. Um, and that that passing attack has just been really meh. Besides Allen Robinson, who's going to be covered him. by Marshawn Lattimore, yeah. so I think he's out of the question. Um, and then the Chicago Bears are just great on defense, so I think they give Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, a, a couple good hits, oh, get yeah. some pressure on him. Um, you know, I I put down Michael Thomas as the one guy I would play. Because you have to. I mean, you're going to start him. If Kamara plays, I would play him. Um, I'm not excited about playing Latavius Murray. People are talking him up as a waiver wire target. He's playing the Bears. <laughs> you know, how much work is he going to get? Yeah, Maybe he falls into the end zone somewhere, but I wouldn't count on it. I mean, you saw the Jags so, Saints game last week. Two good yeah. defenses. It was like thirteen to ten. Yeah, I think so, that that's a very similar. I give it to Michael Thomas based on just he's going to get his targets, so yeah. he'll have to find you a, a little bit of production in there somewhere. Yep. Uh, my last game is the Seahawks versus the Ravens, um, and good I game. wrote down all wide receivers. I think that. Any viable starting wide receiver, as long as they're healthy, because Marquise Brown might not play this week, any viable starting, really pass catcher, is going to be great in this game, because neither secondary is as good as it was supposed to be at the beginning of the year. Both run defenses are really good. That's true. 
So I think, and it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring affair. Um, obviously, start both quarterbacks, um, but their pass catchers are going to be very involved this week. I agree with all that, and I think you can start all the wide receivers, most wide receivers, uh, pretty comfortably. Um, I'm just waiting because I still believe that that Baltimore secondary is good. I'm just I keep on waiting every week for it to turn yeah. on, and I think eventually it will. It will. You know, I who I you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, Peterson now. Yeah, I'm not gonna count on it being this week or anything. No. In fact I would say it's not going to be, but eventually I think that defense finds its rhythm. <clears throat> All right, last game of the week. The Jets versus New England. And this is a rough one. But it's Sam Darnold's back. It's tough. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I don't I don't think it'll be a blowout. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Um, it's not going to be one of those Patriots, you know, 20-point wins. No. I think it'll be, you know, 14 or less, which, you know, <laughs> isn't saying a lot. That's two touchdowns. But, uh, listen. Regardless. <laughs> I, you can, I, my play of the week here, because I, I didn't put it in Patriot because I feel like that's no fun. Everyone knows you can play most any Patriot right now. Uh, I put Jameson Crowder. Yep. And a lot of you may be thinking I'm crazy. I got a side-eyed look when I told Oscar earlier. Um, because New England secondary is just so good. They've been shutting everyone down. They've been allowing points. But it's like what I said with Michael Thomas. I'm not comparing those two, but it's the same situation. Great defense that you're facing up against. You're not going to find a lot of leeway anywhere. And this is the guy who gets all the targets. Yep. Yeah. He has almost 30 targets in the two games he's played with Sam Darnold so far. That's You can't ignore that. That's ridiculous. If you're getting like 15 targets or 10 tar- double-digit targets, you're going to catch a couple of them. Yeah, especially in a half PPR or PPR. Yeah. He's got a safe Fire floor. I, would, I have a team where I have Jameson Crowder and Robbie Anderson on the team. I'm playing Jameson Crowder this week over Robbie <sighs> wow. Anderson. Um, Anderson might have the long bomb touchdown. But I'm not really counting that against New England. I'm not really counting on that. Um, So I'd rather take the guy who's got the guaranteed targets here. Um, And obviously, I think you can... I think, I mean, you're going to play Le'Veon Bell, but I think you can play him here too. Yeah. Because he'll have the work there too. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our second segment uh, and the rest of the episode. Yeah. This was a fun one. I did. I, I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, share us with your friends. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Like Sam always says, uh, we really appreciate any interaction we're getting because that's the reason we do this. Yep, love to talk to you guys.